Hello, everyone, and welcome back into the TNT Podcast. I'm your host, Ted. And I'm Tim. And today, we're going to be going over some hypothetical questions for you guys. Some very interesting ones for you. So, we got six right here, ready to go. So, Tim, I'm going to start off by asking you this. So, for the first question, you find a book that turns out to be your life, and you get to where you are now. Do you keep reading? It's a very good question. Because, obviously, would you want to know what happened in the future? Most people probably would, I would think, at least. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Because what if some really, really crappy things happen after this moment right now? Where normal people, you know, we don't know. We just kind of take it day by day, you know, go from there. Whereas if you have this book in front of you, you know, you can possibly, I don't know, see people dying in this time, bad world things happening, 2020 getting extended by another few months. <laughs> but I probably would. I, I, I feel like I'd look at it and be like, oh, no. I'd put it down, then I'd be like, ah, screw it, and I'd go right back into it, and I'd just read. See how my life plays out, and then go from there. Okay. So I, I, th I think I probably would keep reading. Hmm. That's a, okay. For me, it's a toss-up, because I, at a first instinct, I would say no. Because I'd rather know, I want to just kind of let my life kind of just play it out the way it is without me knowing. Because... It's just better off that way. Then you you feel like you're in control. Then you know you don't know what's ahead of you. You can control that, but the book basically sets off your plan. Rather you be in control of your destiny, not the book. I know it's very curiosity driven. Obviously, people that are very curious will open the book. But when you want your life to play out in your hands, because that's just basically saying you're giving your life away to the book. The book is your your destiny. The book is giving your life a direction. But either way, even if you don't open it, the book's already written. Mm. I would say... I so would your, your argument is you don't open the book, you can change what happens in the book. Mm -hmm. But that's not true because it's already written. Okay. It's written right there in the book. I would still say no because I'd rather, be I rather not know rather not know and just let my life play out because it, then if you know uh, there's some there's some pros and cons to it the pros is you would know when somebody that's close to you passes away but then you know okay then i come then i know when this is happening and i have to like kind of embrace this like kind of like be prepared but at the same time i rather just kind of you know don't want to don't want to know because then i rather just kind of just let my life play out and just not know what the truth is i rather just let let it play out don't want to know when i die because then then my days are numbered then it feels like my days are numbered and i have to i have to keep yeah, reading it would have put an end date not only on people you know but yourself yeah you know, whether it's personal relationships or literally that just yourself yeah you'll know the end date of your own life Exactly. So that's that's my argument with that is like I wouldn't want to I don't want to know that because then then you then you feel the pressure that your days are numbered. I it doesn't matter how many days are there, but then you feel it like you got to like you know there's some things you got to do and then you feel like oh my god, 
you know, who knows? The book could end right now. You don't know. That's the thing. That's the crazy part of that. The book could end with you leaving my house. Exactly. Hopefully not. But, but, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's so unpredictable when you just want to be like, okay, I don't want to know this because I'd rather let my life rather not know what happens 20 years from now. I'd rather see it to believe it, let it happen and not see a book that plays it out already. Yeah. No, I, I agree. You had some good points in there. I just know my inner curiosity would 100% get the better of me. So I would definitely keep reading. I agree with you. I agree with you. Because curiosity driven, you want to open the book. But it's hard. You have to like resist it if you really want to know. If you really want to let your life play out without knowing what what's you, what your life's in store for you for the next years or so. Yeah. All right. So that, that ends that there. Mm-hmm. Um... Next question. If you could only listen to one band for the rest of your life, who would you pick? This is a very hard question. This is a very, very good question. If I had to pick one band to listen to the rest of my life, and there's so many great bands that I listen to, it's really hard to point this out. It comes down between two bands that are, and we've gone over this episode. For anyone that hasn't listened to our favorite artist of all time, please definitely do. It's a very good listen. Uh, uh, it comes down to either Linkin Park or Disturbed because both have made such an impact on my life and it's hard to toss it up. But if I had to choose one, I honestly, even though I I love Linkin Park to death, I have to say Disturbed and because I love every song by them. Every song they put out is great. But that's why I would say Linkin I was going to say Linkin Park, but then I'm like, okay, I don't listen to every single Linkin Park song. Disturbed, I listen to every single song by them. So I can, but then I can be okay with that. Because I can listen to it because they have over 100-something songs. Yeah, so that's another thing. you got to think of replayability. Mm-hmm. You know, are, are their songs something you could play every day for the next 50, 60 years? Say? Yes, because there's a lot of songs on there that you can choose. From. There's over, it's over well over 100 songs by them. And the thing is, is that I like every single song. So I can't pick like a... Like, I was going to pick Linkin Park, but I don't like some of the songs off certain albums. You know, Disturbed, I like every single song off the album. I have it all on my Spotify account. So I'd rather you have some a band that you like every single song by, not just an album. Like for me, I was going to say Linkin Park because of hybrid theory, but you can't rely on hybrid theory or Meteora for the next 60 years. There's, there's not limited amount of songs on there. So I'm like, okay. Rather pick Disturbed because there's well over hundreds of songs by them, and I have all their songs on my playlist. So it makes, but that works because there's so many songs, and it's all their songs they have made. So that that that's my decision. I'm going with Disturbed. Well, anybody who has listened to that episode, I don't listen to as much music. You know, my playlist consists of like a song here and there from a variety of artists. Whereas yours is a little more linear. Yeah, I have we'll a say. very uh, wide range of music on my playlist as I have almost 1,800 songs on my on my liked songs list. And uh, it's very, it's a wide range. I know yours is very, very small. You know, I think you have, if I can remember this right, it's only like, like a couple 200 something. Max, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't listen to much music. You know, obviously, since 
I used to not listen to music really at all. But then, you know, starting driving, you know, you have to listen to something. Yeah, can't be just no no noise in yeah. the car. So, you know, I started to listen to more. But uh, more recently, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, so, back to the question. I would choose Linkin Park. Because okay. that is obvious. Yeah, I was going to say. I was answer. like, if you didn't choose Linkin Park, I'd, I'd, I'd be no, very shocked. Close second would probably be Boy Pablo. Okay. Definitely. Okay. There's Linkin Park. We, we obviously we had a whole episode over. We did you did the bonus episode for the 20th anniversary of Hybrid Theory. Um, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> but no, it, it would definitely be Linkin Park. Hundred percent. That's my choice. Okay. I know Boy Pablo was a close second. For anyone that does not know Boy Pablo, Boy Pablo is he's a, a little he's a smaller artist. Yeah, he's like an in, indie rock. Would you say right, like indie alternative kind of kind of style? Yeah. So if you guys like that kind of music and haven't heard of him, please please take a listen. He's got some very good songs. Uh, he actually just came out with an album, his first album, not too long ago. I think he released it. I think it was actually this month. Actually, in the last month, it was yeah, the, it was last month, last November month. Now. Yeah. So uh, in October, he just released his first album. So definitely take a listen. There's some really good songs on there, and not a sponsor, not a sponsor, <laughs> but definitely take a listen. Just a fan. Yes. All right. If you want to go on to the next question. All right. So for number three, would you rather be a deep sea diver or an astronaut? It's a good question. It is definitely a good question, because we know more about, like, the moon, say, Mars, than we know about the ocean, because it's so hard to explore. It's getting easier now, obviously, with technology, that you can send a robot down there with a camera, and but it's the pressure down there, you can't, you can't go down there. It's, you can't, you're going to die if you go, like, a certain death. You know? Death? Death. Death. Oh, my God, I can't say that. Death. Death. Yeah. Death. Death. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> so, if you go down a certain, you know. I have to at least once per episode. Of course. So, <laughs> you know, you're going down so far. I forgot what the, the pressure is, but, like, the oh, amount man, of I'm pressure sure. is just unbelievable. You will literally just die from the pressure alone. So... You know, it's a, it's, it's risky. Yeah. That. So, but the point point of saying that was, we it's our own planet, and we don't know that much what's underneath the water. No. So would you would so you would be an astronaut? Oh, hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> I have always loved anything that has to do with space, so I would a hundred percent be an astronaut. Mm, okay. Easily. Okay. Because let's let's say we're in the future, we can travel by light speed. I mean, there's stuff in this universe that even if we had the most advanced technology, that you could never... Never get to it. Never get to. Yeah. It took years. Yeah, if you're traveling at the speed of light, you know, that's how they measure things. You know, it could be, oh, that, that thing's 5,000 light years away. Yeah. That means traveling at light speed, it would take 5,000 years to get to. Yeah. So it's just crazy. You know, that's so like- it, there's certain things that... Will never be explored by mankind. No, no. You know, 
Oh, I we could do a whole episode on space. I yeah. I, re- I easily could. Yes. Maybe that maybe that'll be my first bonus episode. Yes, for space and space <laughs> is a ve- space is very intriguing, and uh, it's just really cool. I I was like that too as a kid. I would just open the book and just read, read about the solar system and learn about everything, the moons and you know the planets and all that. But for me, for this question, honestly, I would actually be a deep sea diver. Yeah, and this is the reason why. Only five percent of the world of the ocean has just been discovered. There's ninety five percent of the ocean that still needs to be discovered. You just looked that up, didn't you? Nope, I knew that by heart. Oh wow! So big brain. I know. So how much depth? It's not making fun of me. I couldn't get the word out. So you know, only five percent of the world, or five percent of the ocean, has been explored. So you know, I ra- I want to see what else is out there. You don't know what's out there. And that, that's the most intriguing part about it is that there's so much more life in the yes, ocean. There's probably so many species that we don't even know exist. And, and they might be as small as, you know, as small as this, this little outlet right here, you know, the little plug, you know, it's going to be small as that, or it could be small, you know, a plankton size. It could be just that microscopic. You don't know. I know you're not going to make fun of me for that. Stop it. But anyway, <laughs> I was going to say, is he looking for the Krabby Patty formula? Yes, he is. And the little <laughs> Krabby Patty formula is microscopic. So yeah, that's my, my take on it. I love space a lot too, but just discovering more on your own planet that hasn't been discovered. And you could say you discovered that. That's pretty cool to say because I, mean, I could say that about space too. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is that you can both are great options, but to think about it like have it like that'd be cool to have something named after you and you discovered it like for you if i I go to a new planet that was just discovered and then say i die there that could become mckenna mckenna planet yeah or become tim (laughs) the tim planet Planet tim planet tim um you know even for you know for me i could be something with my last name or something with my first name you know you don't know I mean, oh, look be, at that creepy undersea creature. It's the Ted. It's the, yeah. <laughs> so, it was the Araji spider. Yeah. yeah. Araji sea spider. Yeah. Something like that. So it'd be cool. Um, so, that you know, it, both are very intriguing options and both are cool. So both are very cool options to do. So it's a very good question. Very good question. Yeah. Just, I, I just know for a fact space 100%. Because, like I said, there's just so much you could find out there. Because that just raises the question, you know. Yeah. Aliens. Yeah. And any other life form. You and never they did know. just announce at the end of October that they found more water on the surface of the moon than mm. previously thought. Interesting. Definitely interesting. Yes. So may, I, I might do that soon. Maybe we'll do either maybe a full episode or bonus. Yeah, we'll definitely put that into consideration. So next question. This is taking taking a turn. Yes, this is going to be very deep here. Do people have a right to be happy, or should they have to earn it? I'm gonna let you start with that. Man, one. man, this is a very hard one. I feel like this could go both ways, and you could argue it both ways too. Uh, so people, you know, when you, when you're born, obviously you grew up with emotions and stuff like that. You know, you're happy, sad, all these emotions, you learn them as you grow up. 
to earn something, you know, it's hard to be happy. You know, I'm going to argue the case that people should earn it because here's the thing. And here's some reasons why, you know, you grow up, you go to school and you become successful and you're successful and you, you know, you have these businesses, like for example, you're a businessman and you make very, you're very well capped. You know, you have your money and stuff like that. You earn that. And if you love your job and you love it, you deserve the right to be happy because you worked hard at your craft for someone that, you know, for someone that's, you know, in the loony bin, you know, not doing anything, chances are they're not going to be very happy. They're going to be very depressed. They're going to be, you know, reliant, you know, could be on alcoholism, anything really. So I feel like people have to have to earn it because to earn something in in this world, you have to work. And, and you got to work to earn anything exactly. That you got to, to work. work and to be happy. You have to earn it because you have to go through hard work. Think about it. You can't, you have to earn your happiness because you ain't going to get money if you don't work. I know I'm kind of saying money is like all, you know, very, you know, all that, but I'm saying in this world, that's what the, that's what the value is. And a lot of, and that's what people's minds are on. The way I look at all it, the time. money doesn't make you happy. But it'll help you to not become less happy. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. I, I get what you're saying there. And to earn it wise as well, think about this. For example, in school, I'm going to pull off a, a school example here for all you people that are in grade school or in college or some form of education. Would You wouldn't be happy if you were failing school, right? You wouldn't be happy if you're, you know, not doing well. You have all these, you know, C's and D's and F's. You know, wouldn't you be very happy if you got A's and B's? Of course. So that's what I'm saying is you would be happy. You earned that happiness because you worked hard at your craft. You put the effort in. If you tried your hardest, that's all you can say. And that earns your right to be happy. And that's that's your satisfaction. That's what I'm saying. And my and in my life experience, last semester, I when we went online, I was afraid what was gonna happen to my GPA. I did not know. You know, my first semester at my new school, which was uh, William Patterson University, I managed to get a three point five, which I was like, all right, cool. You know, first semester at a new school, thought didn't think I was gonna do that good, but I got a three five, got on Dean's list. I was very happy about that. I earned that. I earned that happiness because I worked hard. Next semester, spring semester, where coronavirus appears out of nowhere, we all go online. I'm kind of nervous because, like, I'm like, oh, oh boy, I don't know how this is going to compare out. I end the semester with a 4.0. Am I happy? Absolutely, because I earned that happiness. I earned that because I, I definitely cheated a little bit, though. A little bit. We all but did. We all we did. All Every, did. Everyone did. Everyone did. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, though, is we earned it even through the toughest of times. Still earn that that good grade, so still earn that four point oh. So it's like I I feel that as far as you know me for work where I was at, you know I earned all those promotions mm-hmm. and all money that came with it. Yeah, but it was your hard work that got you there. Yeah, that's what you should feel happy about is that you earned that position because of your hard work, and that's one of the number one things that people got to realize is like to be happy. You got to work for it. You got to strive to what your goals are. If you put the goals into what you're doing, 
you're going to be happy. You, if you reach those goals, you're your mood is going to be very happy because you got you got where you wanted to go. And if you don't get where you're going to go, you're not going to be happy. You're going to be, you know, regretting a lot of the decisions that you made. You know, a lot of people go through that. And, and one decision could cost you your life. And one decision could cost you your job and your future. So, and people, and, and that happened to a lot of people. And now they're all upset and regretful and can't look forward. They're stuck in the past. So think about that. That's where you have to earn Set your happiness. Set goals and achieve them. Mm-hmm. That's how you're going to achieve your happiness. As long as you have a plan. And if these steps go to it, you're ha- you're going to earn your happiness. Damn, we should have left that one for last. You wanted like a whole motivational speech and we still got two more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. I, I was thinking of putting that one the last two. I should have. All right. So. Whew. Did you, so do you want to, you? No, we don't, no. Oh, 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 (laughs) You, you said that perfectly. I ain't going to add any more. All right. So for number five, so do you think the end or the means is more important? Hmm. For anyone confused by the phrase, and that means basically, do you think the end of the road or how you got to the end of the road, which of those is more important? I would say how you, the end of the means, no, wait. I just confused myself. (laughs) I would say how you get there is important. I agree. So putting it how you were saying with school. So, you know, we're juniors right now. So let's go back to when we were, say, freshmen. We're just starting there. And the end is obviously graduation. And getting your diploma and getting whatever level of like master's or doctorate or anything like that. Graduation. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I'm just, just going over, going over that stuff. (laughs) <laughs> you made me lose my train of thought <laughs> but yeah so you're a freshman that's the beginning obviously the end is getting whatever degree you're getting here in college so obviously that would be the end like I just said so I think how you get there is more important if you get there just by sitting next to the smart kid copying all his answers down or while we're online you're just cheating a hundred percent that's not your work that's, that's, it's that's not just, your work it's no. not it didn't it's yeah you're gonna get the grades but it's not gonna mean anything to you and it's not gonna it's not gonna make you feel good it's not gonna make you feel like you worked for it whereas if you actually put in the work study do the homework do your projects do everything and then you get those good grades that's what's going to not only satisfy like your your need to feel good about yourself i would say it's just going to fare out better for you in the future and i agree you basically took my points out of my mouth and basically just spewed it on so it's just like you said it's just morally about working hard like you said just trying to get to where you need to go you basically hit it on hit it on the nose there. You... Thank you. <laughs> you got the first one. I got the next one. Mm-hmm. And then just it's not a good ending one. We really should have left one of the other two. But yeah, do you think a parallel universe exists? Yes. And here's why. Uh, there's just a part of me that just believes that there's another world out there where things are a lot different. But it's us. But there's 
totally different situations. Like, let's say, for example, we have choices, right? So we have choices of, we make choices every single second of the day, whether we're, you know, choice right now, we're podcasting or, or for lunch, we had Applebee's exactly in another, another universe. They chose chilies. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, you know, it's all these decisions. Like, let's say, for example, like, like you said, the Applebee's, maybe another parallel universe, they chose chilies. Because that's our we that's like our usually our second option per se. So even with other even with also with friends, you don't know what it's like over there. Could be you never know. You could be dating one of your closest friends in the parallel universe. You just don't know. And that's the thing you think about is like unless okay maybe I am dating them in a parallel universe or they're not even my friend. There's so many deep things that intertwine with these parallel universes that we have no idea about. You played football in high school. Maybe in that other universe. I played soccer. You played soccer, or you you were a band kid, or you... Played baseball. I played baseball with my four years of high school. And you didn't quit track. (laughs) Yeah, this guy uh, guy was with me for one season and then said bye. Yeah, so... um, So, yeah, even that. like It could have been throughout all four years. We don't know. Because every decision I feel like we make here is the opposite decision of what we make there in a parallel universe. It's like you said, we make decisions every moment of the day. Mm-hmm. And the other... Like I just decided to say that. Yeah. Maybe in the other universe I didn't say that. No. You don't know. Could be doing the same thing right now, but saying something totally opposite of what we're doing. Because, you know, yes, it's parallel. Could be all, all of the same stuff here, but it's all different outcomes of situations who knows because outcomes of situations you know it starts when you're born the opposite of what you did who knows if even would be alive today think about that think about what our near-death experiences think about that for a second yeah when the guy whacked you off okay let's not go there but (laughs) let's not go there Anyway, you have to listen. All right, for anyone that that does not get that reference, you gotta, you gotta listen to our near death experiences th- Last to get week's that reference. Yes. So anyway, back to the topic. Like, let's say for example, like for me, when I almost you know drowned in the ocean, right? And no, and in an opposite world, in a parallel universe, there's no lifeguard to save me and my cousin. So think about that. Think about our near death experiences, and who knows? We could be dead. You never know. That's the crazy part about that whole thing. So, to put an insight, yes, I believe, to conclude this, yes, I do believe it, and the choices that we make are could be the polar opposite of what we have here. You know, I don't know if I would say I believe in a parallel universe. You know, I, I've seen the theory that there's multiple universes, that, you know, the universe we know of is just one little bubble. Then there's thousands of other bubbles just as big as our universe. That I think I'd believe in. I don't know about a parallel universe, though. That, honestly, I'm... You're kind of half and half on? Half and half on. Half and half, you know, what you put in coffee, but... I don't know. You know, this whole thing, it, it fascinates me. Space, anything that goes with it is just always... I could be online for hours if I really wanted to be just researching anything. You're right, though. With multiple universes, that is very intriguing as well because it's like a whole different world. You never, you never know what's there. You know, that's the the most fascinating thing about it. 
exactly. We barely know it's in our universe. You know, the part that's observable. Because one more point I want to make about... We need to do an episode on space. But say I go outside right now with a telescope. I look up and I see a star that's, we'll say, a thousand light years away. You're not... You're not... What you're seeing isn't what that star or planet is literally doing right now. Yeah. The light you're seeing is from a thousand years ago, which I think that's just crazy. Yeah. It, that's like a, your mind, like it's just mind blowing. You know, I fact think like, say the sun, I think it's like eight minutes. It takes for sunlight to get here. Mm-hmm. So obviously nobody look at the sun, but the sunlight we're getting at this moment was sent from the sun eight minutes ago, we'll say. I yeah. don't know if that's the exact number, but... Yeah, but it's crazy, though, the because... The sake of argument. Because, think about it this way. It reaches here in eight minutes, right? We're 93 million miles away from the sun. That's pretty quick. So, to put it in that retrospect, it's just unbelievable how light travels in such an amazing speed. And But I mean, then when you look at it as far away, it's not so fast. No. Because that exact... Star I was looking at that's a thousand light years away, so I'm looking at it from its form from a thousand years ago. It could have uh, blew up five hundred years ago, yeah. and we won't know for another five hundred years. No, nope, we'll never know. That's the unbelievable fact about space. And for any of the, those who are listening that would love us to do an episode, please let us know. I mean, we, we love... To, I love it so much. Yes. <laughs> we go over all the planets and the facts and everything like that and just, just like, have, like, a whole episode just... Poor focused. Pluto. It's not a, hasn't been a planet for, like, 14 years now. I still view it as a planet. Sorry. But <laughs> still, it's still a planet to me. Thanks, Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> but, yeah, it, this... um, I, uh, But... Yeah, I mean, you pretty much covered it up with that. I know you don't believe parallel universe exists. I yeah, do. Yeah, I don't... It's a fascinating idea. I just... I, I don't see that as being real, I guess. So, yes. <laughs> I just do, but it's just not near here. Obviously, you have multiple universes, but that, that comes into fruition, the multiple universe, with the parallel universe. Yeah, one of those could be parallel to our own. Yeah. So, that's it. That's the... Bottom line there. So it's like a little bit of a double double thing there where it could be parallel or it could be polar opposite. You never know. You just, could just be another universe that has nothing to do with nothing us. Nothing to do with us. So that's the crazy part about it. And yeah, the space space is just mind blowing. It put is. It, put it in. Put it some, some. Maybe we'll do an episode on that. Yes. All right. So I guess we will go ahead and end that episode there. That was very fascinating. Yes. That was a good discussion. Yes. Um, I'm sure I'm sure else. I'll be able to pick some more out, so I'm sure we'll do a part two to this at some point. Yes. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. Listening? Listening. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening. Make sure to check us out on all our social medias, tntpodcast.com. And with that said, we will see you guys next week. Peace, guys.